When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Vikings Daily Opener. I'm your host, Producer Dave from Vikings First and Skull. And let me tell you, we've got some news for you today. This is the inaugural episode of Vikings First and Skull's Vikings Daily Opener. Why? Because we love openers, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, hockey, fishing, or hunting. We're here for you. We love to celebrate and partake. And speaking of openers, I see that Saturday is the Great Walleye Opener in Minnesota. Good luck to all you fishermen out there. There's nothing like a Great Walleye Fresh Fry. Today's show, we're going to be talking about the Minnesota Vikings. And they were reportedly targeting Bryce Young in the NFL Draft. He was taken first overall, however. The team will have to travel the fifth fewest miles during 2023. And edge rushers were named best group in the NFL. The Vikings have no timeline for a Justin Jefferson extension, but he could receive a contract worth at least $30 million per year. Uh, probably more which would be a record for a non-quarterback. First things first, we've got some inside information on the Vikings draft strategy. According to Tom Pellicero, who was on the Pat McAfee show, they were trying to trade up and snag quarterback Bryce Young from Alabama. Now that would have been a huge move. But unfortunately for the Vikings, Young went in the first pick. Well, that's why you trade for it with the Bears, you get the pick. We didn't have enough in capital without spending a whole lot of future picks to get it anyways. But what it does show is an interesting strategy by Quasi Adolfo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell that they are willing to be aggressive and go for the guy they want. This year they didn't get him, but we can most likely expect a move like this next year in the 2024 draft. Dig your travel agency hat out and let's start computing miles. That's exactly what bookies.com did. Bill Sparrows of Bookies.com calculated the distance that each team in the NFL will have to travel this season because the NFL released the overseas games. There'll be three in England and two in Germany. The Vikings aren't partaking of either one. They rank fifth for the fewest projected travel miles 
as they will be traveling a total of 13,226 miles during their nine road games, crossing only 16 time zones. That's not bad, folks. And that's probably because most of the teams are within a 255-mile radius of them within the division. It's one of the closer-knit divisions, plus they're in the center of the country, so they don't have to fly as far. Your traditionally high-mileage teams are the ones on the coasts, and especially the ones on the West Coast. Luckily for the Vikings, they won't be one of them. That means travel should not be a real big factor this season. A good thing. Next, we're going to be looking at the rookies. We did this last night on Wednesday night on the Real Forno Show. Tyler and myself got together and we looked at the fact that the rookie minicamp is about to start. You have a bunch of young players coming in for their first real practice in an NFL setting. The first day probably is going to be filled with a whole lot of HR-type events where people come in, make sure they're logged into their computers properly, get their assigned tablets with all the plays. They'll be shown where their lockers are. They'll hook up with the equipment manager if they haven't already. And they'll learn the setup of Egan and the TCO training facility paying particular attention to where their rooms are, whether they be a linebacker, an offensive lineman, a wide receiver, or whomever. They'll get acquainted with the weight room and the weight staff, and they'll have a full day of just being bombarded with information. They'll learn what they need to get and how to go through the cafeteria and what sort of diet they should be consuming And the Vikings will be there to help them with that. They have people all over the place. And then you'll have Coach O'Connell probably tell them they need to be on the field, dressed and on the field within a few minutes, and they'll go out with their minds full of information and now have to start running. It should be a fun day, and we can't wait to see film and pictures from the rookie minicamp this weekend. In the good news department, the Vikings edge rushers were named the best group in the NFL. The Minnesota Vikings defense, as we all know, was ranked a dismal 31st in the NFL last year. But it wasn't due to talent, at least in most spots. It was how the scheme was implemented. And that was the issue, which led to the hiring of Brian Flores this offseason. We're all looking forward to seeing how Brian Flores debuts in the Ricky minicamp this weekend. But ESPN's Mike Clay put together a list of the best position groups in the NFL, and he ranked the Vikings edge group at the top of the league, just ahead of the Los Angeles Chargers and the Dallas Cowboys. He focuses on the trio of Daniil Hunter, the new acquired free agent Marcus Davenport from the Saints, and Zadarius Smith. This gives Brian Flores a diverse trio, which he can line up in a myriad of ways to attack any offense and put that quarterback 
in fear, hopefully, for, well, I don't want to say his life, but for his success. Make him put him on his backside. That's what we all love to see. There's nothing more joyous to an edge rusher than hearing the air leave a quarterback's lungs as he is being sacked. Hopefully, we'll see a lot of that when Flores mixes and matches his way to a impactful, high-pressure rate and high-sack rate defense that makes it hard for any offense, no matter how good they are, to score against. You gotta love it. In other news from Vikings Wire, Kevin O'Connell says the Vikings have no timeline for the Justin Jefferson extension. Kevin O'Connell was on Mike Florio's Pro Football Talk on Tuesday. He did an interview with Mike. And though he made it clear that the team's intentions are to extend Justin Jefferson, and I think the fans would agree with that, there's that's a no-brainer. He says there's no real urgency to get it done quickly. We already know that Justin Jefferson was given the fifth-year option, so he'll be getting paid. So that's not a big deal. The question comes up, when is the extension going to take place? With the Vikings being cap-strapped and knowing that other extensions are going to have to come up, whether it be Daniil Hunter paying him what he wants, TJ Hawkinson do an extension, you'll have linemen coming up, and they'll be due, along with JJ, and possibly even Kirk Cousins if he gets extended beyond this season. They're going to run into a money crunch again. And whether they play kick the can down the road like they have been and putting in some void years and all those gimmicks to push the pain off just a little bit, it will eventually come. But will it come at the expense of Justin Jefferson? No way. That man is going to make bank. So, and he deserves to be doing such. We thank Coach O'Connell for letting Mike know this, and we look for J.J. to be on this offense basically for as long as he wants. That leaves us to our last story. Could J.J. get $30 million plus per season? Obvious answer. Oh, yes. He may reach up towards $40 million per season. That'll set a new record. No non-quarterback has ever made that much money before. Well, no non-quarterback was the best wide receiver in the league at the time when contracts of of this size existed. Now, J.J. has become the face of the Minnesota Vikings, and he will get paid for it. I see nothing wrong with it. Rob Brzezinski can work his magic, and they'll get this job done, and they'll get that contract extension made. The question is just when. I wouldn't be too worried about it now, but it will be coming, and just keep that in your mind and back pocket as we roll roll into especially 2024. But it could happen as early as this year. You might even see it in camp. We'll have to wait and find out. 
That's all we've got for today's Vikings Daily Opener, and we hope you enjoyed it. We hope to have this be your morning daily drive podcast where you find out Vikings news of the day. Stuff you may have missed and stuff you weren't quite aware of. It's all so that we can build our fandom and grow in our love of the Minnesota Vikings. This is producer Dave. I want to say thanks for listening. And before we sign off, what do we say? Skull Vikings!